Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What's wrong with you people? How do y'all feel this morning? Why do you always make me define what you meant? What? That's how I feel. I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. question until you ask it correctly hello and welcome to the reformatory the podcast for the local church by the local church my name is josh loftus and i'm here with uh my 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 sheeple <laughs> sheeple jack sheep can't do a full riff i was thinking uh, an opening riff uh, jack and i before hitting record we're getting into a discussion yeah that we were like no 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 you know what Let's let's just do it for the people. Let's do it for the people. Give the people what they want. I don't know if people want this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I all want the people this. about to crucify me on this episode. I, yeah, they are, dude. <laughs> yeah, they are. I, 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 I believe in this instance. I got. I think I've got. I've got popular opinion here. But I'm going to let you state your case. <laughs> I'm going to let you state your case, and then I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Guilty until proven innocent. That is exactly right, OJ. <laughs> <laughs> the glove. Fits, but I ain't acquitting. Actually, that innocent before proven guilty actually is the correct term. Well, that's the correct term. But since so. when has that ever happened in our? Yes, sometimes it has come. Yeah, the cart has come before the horse a lot of times. The cart has come before the horse. Okay, so, so. the overarching uh, discussion Jack yes. and I were having was yes. how much we individually uh, trust the government. <laughs> So that, le- oh, yeah, everyone just turned their radios off. <laughs> yeah, right after I said that. Let's make this quick. Let's make it quick. So present your case. Yeah. So okay. So over the years, I have become more. I think Josh and I both agree with this. I would say, but you can correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, I will. I've always assumed, and okay. you know what? You know what assuming does sometimes. Okay. Yep. So over the years, I have basically stated that. Um, you know, a lot of people engage themselves in the culture war and stuff like that. And to me, I don't find a whole lot of fruit in those conversations. Yeah. I find uh, a little bit more emphasis. The I think the last 10 years, I would say, of my life, I have focused in on what some theologians like a guy named Jeremy Treat has said of orthodoxy in exile. Isn't that Casey Treat's brother? No, that is not. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not. 
Oh, sorry. I think I think uh, Casey Treat would say Ortha who Ortha Donchi. That sounds like um, I mean I go to you my working on your teeth. You working on your teeth, bro. Ortha don't. Orthodoxy in exile is basically this idea that uh, even in America, yes, even in America, we are in exile. We are citizens of heaven first. Uh, we look through the lens of things through the citizens of heaven kind of thing first. We understand that as America, we are in exile uh, as the church. And uh, I personally look through this lens a lot. And then over the years as well, too, I've kind of cultivated this alt, alternative middle, alternative moderate position where it's it's been kind of cultivated, I think, over the last year in which, okay, let me look at the data of raw data and people that I know that have their hands on raw data. And I can see from that data that we can conclude a couple different things and make decisions from there. Knowing that our government is always going to be 10 steps, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 steps behind us on that data. So that's where I'm coming from. Okay. I would say that you can maybe little then often sometimes trust the government, <laughs> but that's not your go-to. So yeah, that's me. Uh, all right, you done? <laughs> you done? Josh is going full tilt. I'm about to libertarian Josh your is going face. full tilt, no, scorched <laughs> earth mentality oh, right here. I'm about to go off. No. Um, Habit yad. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, have a, I am really of the belief that uh, at no point ever will I be able to trust the government <laughs> I am uh, I am my default position is that the government has an agenda I mean here's the thing everyone has an agenda right yeah everyone's got a shtick um, but I I have never really trusted and don't trust government really at all I don't think they are trustworthy I don't think they've proven to be trustworthy and I have the default position that they are going to be lying to me in some way, shape, or form pretty much every time, either by a direct lie or by an omission of facts that they have. All parties included? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Of there course. Of course. All parties included. Yeah. Equal, um, equal opportunity. Oh, oh yeah. I hate, I hate everyone. <laughs> Oh yeah, Josh. Yeah, baby, what is you doing? I'm, do I'm just living. I'm living here as oh a Christian, looking at the government, thinking, you know, Jesus wanted nothing to do with that, so I want nothing to do with that. <laughs> That's where I'm at. And you can say that I'm 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 living in a dream. You can say that I'm a sheeple. You can say whatever you want. But I feel, you know what? Here's what I know. This is what I know. Josh, here Jesus I is the Senate. Here right? I <laughs> here I stand. I know scripture is 100% true. I know Jesus is 100% king. I know 100% this is not my home. I know 100% that everything I do needs to be focused around the local church. I ain't got time to listen <laughs> to the government. I ain't got time for that. I ain't got uh. time for that. That's where I'm at. And the older I get, the stronger that happens. <laughs> stronger that happens. Uh, stronger that happens. Um, I think here's a unique thing in my alt-middle position, too. Okay. That I think is unique because I think we're starting to see a rise in the anti-anti groups or the anti-this group, the anti-pro-this group, a whole bunch of different factions, right? So I can only say that within the last year, we have seen so many 
I am anti your group, I'm pro this group, or I am, I am anti pro this group and anti anti this group. So there's like a little bit of like the cancel culture being brought out and that stuff. So here's my thing. The New Testament and even the Old Testament specifically admonishes all believers in the Trinitarian God of Scripture to love people, to love their neighbor as themselves. If I have a differing opinion of somebody and their opinion and their political view or wherever they stand, I am still called to love, encourage, and admonish them. And a lot of what I have seen lately, sometimes a this happens, I'm really bringing out some political science major uh, $10 words. Oh, yeah. But the tyranny of the majority sometimes will rule and it will uh, kind of give people a wrong impression of where you really stand. The impression sure. of, do you really love and care for me, even if I disagree with you? And I would say that you can absolutely love and care for people if you disagree with them. Yeah, yes, of course. And if your go-tos are being prideful and thinking that you are always the knower of what's right, I would really challenge that kind of uh, well, you way literally of just described the default mentality of the government. <laughs> <laughs> Prideful, and they think they always know what's right. All right, dude, we've turned into cross politics over here. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta move on. Yeah. we're the reformatory. We don't talk about politics. I think that's honestly the first time we have ever delved into politics, and I do not ever want to do it again. That was not as fun as I thought it was going to be. So, listeners that have stuck with us. For these, you know, nine minutes or whatever. Thank you. We love you. And we will catch you on the next step. <laughs> Jack, what are we actually talking about today, man? Come on. Man, we're just, dude, li listen, we're just talking about how people are going to have differing opinions and you need to love and care for them. And right. you need to not gaslight folk. That's true. Um, you know, and you need to make sure that you're caring for people's souls and their bodies, you know? Yeah. That they're... Uh, embodied human beings right that's yep. and i think that is so often missed in our culture especially in the gospel yep jesus is an embodied person god yes. is embodied right and he and if you don't think about these things and let them sit and dwell within you you are not going to shepherd people well and you are going to say something that pertains to them spiritually versus actually the their their whole being their embodied personhood and then you are going to turn into a gnostic <laughs> and then we got to yep. go back to our saint uh irenaeus and talk about his stuff <laughs> right right so there is not let me say this there is not this special revelation of things there is interpretive things within our society that you look through the lens of but if you start having this tyranny of the majority start going on with whatever kind of group you have, I would just say, listen, there are going to be people in the minority that you're not listening to and just make sure you are listening to them and caring for them as well too. Yeah. Because yeah. First Peter one twenty two says, having purified your souls by the obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, 
love one another earnestly mm-hmm. from a pure heart yeah. since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, right? Through the living and abiding word of God. We have a command as Christians, not just corporately, like, of course, in the world for sure, but very specifically in the realm of the local church mm-hmm. to love one another and have compassion toward one another. Yeah. And especially in the culture that we live in today. Yeah. All you got to do is open Twitter. Oh, man. And see a great lack of compassion. Right? Now, compassion doesn't mean that you agree with the individual. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you guys are on the same page, therefore you can be friends and, you know, you're given the benefit of the doubt and all, all that stuff. Compassion, compassion is... Compassion is something that that does not have borders on it. Compassion is something that we are called to do as Christians all hours of the day. Yeah. For those that have been bought and paid for by the blood of Christ. Specifically, right? We're called to be compassionate with everybody. It's not like I can be compassionate with Christians and then non-Christians. I can just be a jerk. Yeah, That's not what we're saying. But this is a podcast for the local church. Yeah. In the context of the local church, we are commanded by Christ multiple times in scripture, right? You got it in Thessalonians, you got it in Peter, you have it in the Gospels, to love one another, be compassionate with one another, treat mm-hmm. others as you would have them treat you, right? And Paul gives the ultimate reason. Since you have been born again. Mm. So Paul's pointing to your salvation. Is that the, Peter or Paul? Uh, sorry, Peter, excuse me. Did, did I say Paul? Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> First Peter, First Peter. Um Peter gives us the the reason is since you have been raised from the dead, you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, right? He points to our salvation, the fact that Christ showed compassion toward us on the cross as the ultimate reason that we must be compassionate toward our brothers and sisters. And we don't see a lot of that, especially online. And I understand that online is... That's not real life. It's not real life. Yeah. It's not real life. But let's let's start there. Let's yeah. start with our presence online because yeah. everyone's online these days. Yeah. Everyone's on Twitter. Everyone's on Facebook. Yeah. Everyone's involved in these in, in these you know comment debates and Twitter threads and jumping on the bandwagon of the Twitter trends that come through and roasting this person because they believe this, roasting this person Dunking because they believe on this. Folk, right? Yeah. Like okay, for example, uh, <laughs> little O. Owen Strong. <laughs> Owen Strong. Oh, here we go, baby. Okay. The big news in Twitter right now is, oh, Owen Strong left, uh, where was he? Midwestern? Midwestern, yeah. Right? And then he goes, you know, he, he goes to another seminary to teach. Yeah. People are brutal. Mm-hmm. Just asinine. Mm-hmm. Taking the opportunity to just rake this dude under the coals because they don't agree with his stances on stuff. Yeah. Now, okay, if you don't agree with his stances on stuff, okay, fine. Yeah. You know? But that never gives us the right, whether it's Owen, whether it's some other person on the other end of the spectrum, never, ever gives you the right to put them down and be uncompassionate and unloving. You can speak truth. Yeah. You can voice your opinion. You can engage in dialogue. Those are all good things. Yeah. But so often we see the default to be angry and uncompassionate and just just jerk yeah jerks against people that we disagree with yeah right yeah so 
Let's talk about the online first, and then let's get into the practical real life of local church. Yeah, I would just say, too, even looking at the person of Peter, right? You have a man who was so zealous for the Lord Oh yeah, when he was walking the earth. And then you have him say things in the Gospels like, I would never betray you, Lord. I would never do so this. So zealous. Get behind Such me, a seal, bro. Get behind thee, Satan. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you have him betray the Lord. And what happens? Jesus, in his mercy, grace, love, and compassion, comes to Peter Feed my. Do you love me, Peter? Do you love me? Feed my lambs. Feed my sheep. Look how compassionate Jesus is. Do you love me, Peter? Think about. I I would just say the next time that you see something, whatever stance you take, and you're about to start firing up them thumbs on that iPhone of yours, think about the person on the other end who's going to get them them shots fired by you sometimes. Absolutely. Because that is self. That is what self-control looks like sometimes in our modern day. I'm not going to say this. I'm going to hold my tongue. I'm going to yeah. pray for that person instead of just launching them salvo missiles at them and just dunking on them. Like, we need to, like, cultivate that self-control sometimes. And right now, dude, it has not been good. Not been good. There is no person that is more justified or has ever been more justified to lash out in righteous anger against people that Mm -hmm. condemned him Mm -hmm. and betrayed him than Jesus. Mm -hmm. And we never once saw him do that. Peter betrayed, he, he, he denied Christ three times and we see Christ on that beach for those three denials. Yeah. Asks Peter to make three confessions. Yeah. And the love and the care and the compassion that we see in Christ Mm. toward this man who denied him three times more. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even under, it wasn't even under duress. It was, it was, it was a courtyard girl (laughs) who comes up and says, Hey, you look familiar. Servant girl, yo. Peter freaks out, denies him three times. We see Christ so compassionate. Mm -hmm. Look at Christ on the cross. Yeah. Against the people that are reviling him, yeah, spitting and cursing him, mocking him, nailing him to a cross. Mm. What does he say? Forgive them, Lord. They Forgive know them. they know not what they do. Holy smokes! Yeah, mm. how can we, in light of that picture of Christ mm. hanging on that cross, mm. how can we turn around and blast our brother on Twitter? Yeah, it makes zero sense to me. Yeah, and. I'm not coming. At, I'm not. I'm not looking at this as someone who's like conquered this and high and mighty. Like, of course I struggle with this. Yeah. Of course I struggle with pride. Yeah. But when I'm strong. Yeah. And the spirit is influencing my mind, yeah. which I pray is more and more as I get older. Yeah. It baffles me that we can be so uncharitable, so ungracious, and so unloving toward our brothers and sisters in Christ, who, whom the blood of Christ was shed for. Mm-hmm. Christ's blood was shed for that person that you are blasting on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And you are cursing them as if they are some reviler. It, I, yeah. it it boggles my mind that we can be so callous. I think we're just going, we are living in the time of the extremes. We have forsaken this idea of love and charity, and we will go with the extreme group. 
and we will not find any way in order to change our hearts and our minds sometimes or be open. I think that's why I say sometimes, most of the time, I could be wrong. <laughs> I could be wrong. Um, I'm going to hold this opinion, but I could be wrong. Um, and I'll be held accountable for it. Don't you worry about that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that we've held these narratives of us versus them and we've placated into those narratives of us versus them. And it has not once helped us to cultivate a unity and a familiarity within the body of Christ. I think I've said this once before, but um, Preston Perry brought this up where somebody came to him at a conference and said, who are you going to take the side of when it comes to all this stuff about social justice and whatnot? And his answer was beautiful. Do they preach the gospel? Do they preach the gospel? If they preach the gospel, okay. Dis disagree with them on the secondaries, but is the gospel primary to what they do? You can disagree with people on secondary issues. Got no problem with that. But on the first things, on the first things, we preach Christ crucified, people. You know? And it's like, if we do not take the centrality of who Jesus is and what he said to us and what he gave to us in his commands to love one another, then we are blowing it. <laughs> well, I mean, that's I mean that's what Paul, I, I think it's Paul, right, talks about, you know, them coming to me and being like, hey, so-and-so's preaching, so-and-so's doing this, so-and-so's doing this. And he's like, is the gospel going out? Yeah. They're like, well, yeah. He's like, then I rejoice. Yeah. Then, then I rejoice. Yeah. Right? Because even, even through the lips of those that might not be as mature in the Christian faith, if the gospel is going out, the Spirit's going to use that. Yeah. The Spirit can use the proclamation of both the most seasoned pastor and the person that has been a Christian for an hour. Yeah. If yeah. the gospel is going out, the Spirit can use it mm -hmm. and will use it to uh, whatever means it wants, right? Yeah. Colossians chapter 4, uh, verse 6. Now, start in verse 5. And, and this... The context here is talking about outsiders, mm -hmm. okay? So this is how we're supposed to deal with outsiders. Yeah. So let's time this by a hundred Yeah. regarding how we're supposed to treat insiders. But it says this, uh, Colossians 4, verse 5, Walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of time. Verse 6, let your speech always, always, people, mm -hmm. let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt mm -hmm. that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Yeah. There's no room there for debate. We cannot take the stance that some do and say, well, you know, it says to preach truth and love, but the truth is the love. That's, that's bogus. Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Speak truth. Yeah. We must, we are commanded to, yeah. but if that truth is spoken with haughtiness or with pride or, uh, in anger and spite, yeah, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, and what you may be saying is correct, but how you're saying it is wrong, and that means that you are in sin. Mm -hmm. You can speak truth and and be in sin. Yeah, it seems like we've forgotten that. Yeah, I can confess scripture and do it sinfully. That's how deceitful my heart is. Yeah, right. So when you're online, and when you're in the church. When you're interacting with your brothers and sisters in your local body, people that God has put around you for a purpose mm. to love and to care for and to be in community with, you are commanded by Scripture 
to be gracious. Yeah. And to show them love and compassion. Because if you don't, if you don't do that, yeah. and you engage in with them in pride and anger, you are lying about the compassion that has been shown you to Christ from Christ. Yeah. Right? Look yeah. at the parable of the unforgiving servant, Matthew 18. Right? He'd been given so much mm-hmm. and then turns around and does the exact opposite and makes a lie and a mockery out of what he had been given. Yeah. And he was held accountable for it. Right? So Jack, how how do we as Christians Especially reformed Christians, yeah, Christians that mm. believe in a very high theology, yeah, very high view of God, very deep theological truths, yeah. How do we act and work toward engaging in, with our brothers and sisters, whether it be in the church or online, in a compassionate, gracious, and loving way? That has to be upfront first. You have to always have love and humility and compassion for them first, and then everything else follows after that. Yeah. Um, that's primarily what I've started to lead with the most within the last few years, and I've seen a lot of benefit to that. Now, you're going to be misunderstood and smeared by some folks, but your character in how you go about things is either going to be confirmed or denied. Yeah, that doesn't Um, give you the right to then lash out as you have been lashed toward, Yeah, right? And then I think as well, too, giving benefit of the doubt as much as you can until that benefit runs out. That's what I've operated in a lot of. Some people, that's going to take a lot of cultivation. I'm not going to lie. A lot of cultivation is going to be needed in order to get that place. And I'm not saying that everybody's there. And I'm not saying that you need to be there tomorrow. But at least try to work towards giving the benefit of the doubt until you see that the benefit of the doubt cannot be given. Um, that's where I'm at. That's where I've been at for the last couple years. I think it intensified over maybe the last year and a half. If anything, more... Um, so yeah, it, um, leaning first in humility and love primarily in that Philippians, I got to read this going back to Jesus here, uh, primarily in what Paul tells us in one of probably one of the earliest kind of hymns of the church about who Jesus is and how that affects us. I gotta find it here. It's Christ's humility and exaltation, right? Adopt the same, this is Philippians chapter 2, verse starting verse 5. Adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus, who existing in the form of God did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant taking on the likeness of humanity and when he had come as a man he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death even to death on a cross for this reason God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name so that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father If we don't start cultivating what scripture tells us to do in that, I think the point has 
flown over our heads like a 747. So we need to remember, and I'm speaking primarily for myself. We need to remember what we have been given Mm. by Christ. Mm -hmm. We need to remember who our Savior is and what he has done for us Mm -hmm. and what he commands us to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Ephesians chapter 4, starting in verse 29. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear Mm. and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and Mm -hmm. slander Mm -hmm. be put away from you along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Mm -hmm. When I get to the end of my life, you know, a lot of people talk about, you know, how will people remember you? You know, what's your legacy? Legacy, right? Um, when I leave this earth mm-hmm. and I finally get to go home, mm-hmm. I want to be remembered as a man who deeply, deeply loved, cherished, and preached the word of God. And who was kind. Mm. Yeah. I want to be known as a kind man mm-hmm. that loved Jesus, loved Jesus's people, and made his life about giving others the truth of Scripture. That's, that's how I want to go out. Mm-hmm. And I'll confess a lot of my life cannot be defined by that. Mm-hmm. But I want to live as Christ commands me to live and how Christ has dealt with me. Christ has been so kind to me. Yeah. And I have given him every reason not to be. Mm. Yeah. But I look at my Savior and I see nothing but gentleness Mm. and long-suffering and kindness. Yeah. Truth. Yeah. Discipline. Yeah. Hard conversations. Mm. But he's kind. Yeah. And he's good. Yeah. That's how I want to go out. Yeah. And it is my prayer that more individuals, as we are traversing this road that we're on, it is my prayer that more individuals will strive to be kind Mm -hmm. toward each other. Yeah. Doesn't mean you sacrifice truth. Yeah. We never sacrifice truth. Yeah. But we preach truth in love, gentleness, and compassion for the person that we are speaking to, mm-hmm. whether they are a believer or not, yeah. whether they're in person or over Twitter. Yeah. Be kind. Mm-hmm. Um, because to be kind is to be like Jesus. And I know a lot of people are going to hear that. And, and, I, and I've seen you know online just this kind of visceral reaction to be like, oh, well, hmm. <laughs> You know, being kind does not equal the gospel. No, I, I understand that. Yeah. But you can preach the gospel all you want, and you can try to, you know, preach the theology and rail against this and rail against that, and if you don't have kindness, 
you're a noisy gong and you're useless. Yeah, if you don't have love, I, I you don't, don't want, have love in them. Yeah, in the in the gas tank. I don't want to be that. Yeah, I don't. I've spent too much of my life being that person. Yeah. So that's 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 what I think. Yeah. You know, I, I want my talk, my speech, my demeanor to be seasoned in love and compassion for the person that I'm talking to. Yeah. Because I believe in Jesus. Yeah. This isn't just me just pulling something out of my hat like, well, I'd like to be defined by this. You mm-hmm. know, I, I want to be known as this. I I have this belief because I believe in Jesus. Yeah. I believe Jesus is who he said he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to do better. Yeah. We need to do better at it as the reform community. But let's be encouraged for those people that both you and I know. Yeah. That have been kind to us. Yeah. And have modeled that. Yeah. I can think of, you know, two or three guys off the top of my head right now. Yeah. That I would classify as very kind individuals mm-hmm. and have no problem speaking truth. Yeah. Um, but I know they love me. Let's strive for that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's strive for that. Co-signed, my friend. Co-signed on that. A lot of co-signing going on these days. Yeah. A lot of co-signing. It's a, it's a seller's market, you know. <laughs> Looking at that real estate. Yo. So, it's dude, now's the time to buy a house. Uh, to or, go, or, 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 excuse me, to sell a house. In the market of Tacoma, it is a buyer's market, but what? also it is a seller's market, too, in a sense. How could it be both? It can't be both. That's not a thing. It can be both sometimes. That's not a it's thing. It's like the, what the, the little like, co- commercial with the little girl. Like like, can they be both? That's, yeah, like, saying, be both? that's like saying you're a four-point Calvinist. <laughs> that, that doesn't exist. <laughs> you can't be that. <laughs> That doesn't make I'm any sense. I'm just saying the the value of my home has gone up pretty well within the last couple of years. I know. I'm I hoping you're going to so. sell it. You're going to move up north uh, with yeah, me. Yeah, here we and go. We're going to uh, we're going to get into some, uh, what's, some good what's local that, church ministry. What's the one's dude name? Um, uh, Gravel or something like that. Who kept admonishing Calvin? If you don't come to Geneva, if you dude, don't come to Geneva, I am Gravel you don't come to, to your Geneva. Calvin. Get over here to Geneva, my man. Uh, come on up north to Geneva. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you yeah, know yeah, it. You know it. It's the promised land. There's work to be done. I got Nineveh in my backyard. I got to deal with yo. And oh, I'm trying not to gracious. be Joan up in this Look at busy. you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> going to get on that ship and God's going to be like, no, sir. <laughs> Big fish. <laughs> going to spit you up on Tacoma's doorstep. Oh, Start over. No. Go back to go. Do not collect $200. Straight to jail. <laughs> Orca going to swallow me alive and spit me out. Yeah, one of those like PNW Orcas. <laughs> that's right. You got to watch out for those things. Well, Jack, get us out of here, my man. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you like are are spurring you on to the righteousness that we find in the gospel and how that imp, imp, uh, implies, I don't know, the implications. There you go. The implications. I'm looking for that word. I believe um, in you. Thank you, Lord. Uh, if you like the implications of how we see the gospel and how that being worked out in your local church body as well as your neighbors who may not be believers, Please follow us and please give us a five-star review, if you will. We do on, like those. Yes, absolutely. So you can follow us on the Instagram, yeah. the Tweaker, the little boob bird, mm-hmm. or the Facebook, if you will, at Reformatory Pod. And five-star reviews are always welcome. Tell us the truth. Tell I would say truth. required at this point. Yeah. Like, like you know, we've, we've talked about us liking them, appreciating them. No, no, no. We want them. We need them. They are, they are required now. <laughs> 
Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Don't let us down. Don't let us down, people. (laughs) Give us that review. Anyway, Josh, tell the lovely image bears how they can support us monetarily if they so wish to do so. If you guys wish to do so, you can head on on over to Patreon slash Reformatory Pod for uh, the cost of less than, I mean... It's it's definitely less than Starbucks coffee. Yeah. Less than a pack of Oreos. Yeah. Less than gluten free. Gluten free. Less less than like a meal at McDonald's. Definitely less than a meal at McDonald's. You two can become a Patreon supporter and have your name hallowed. Hallowed. Hallowed through the halls of this podcast, and we are very grateful for every single one of you. Be kind to one another as Jesus has been kind to you. We thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you on the next step of The Reformatory. (laughs) 